Um, just yesterday, I was in, a, in an Uber, and um, my Uber driver had a, had a hearing aid on both ears. And he made a statement that I think is very applicable to today. He said, you know, when I get home, I take out my hearing aids, but he said, but I continue to hear the echoes of the day. I think so often, especially on Wednesdays, when we come into the house of God, it's as though you still hear the echoes from the day that preceded it. The difficulties of your work day, sometimes the work week up to this point, conversations that you had on the way here, arguments, things that are still percolating in your mind that you don't have solved, classwork, things that you want to do tomorrow, things that you plan to do hereafter. And, and, and all of that is just percolating, keeping you from focusing on the reason why we're all here. But it occurs to me that just one instant, Jesus spoke a word and universes were created. He walked by, they were healed. They, they touched the hem of his garment and, 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 and right that moment, forthwith, they, they were healed. It occurs to me that if you could just get a glimpse of Jesus right now. So, so I wonder if just for a few more moments, you can let those echoes fade as you fix your eyes upon the one who's above. Will you just in your own way right now begin to love on him, worship him? Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Yes. The cares of this world grow so dim. We're here for you, Jesus. We're here for you, Jesus. Nothing else matters. Hallelujah. We're here to talk to you. We're here to hear from you. We're here to feel your presence, God. Anoint us again. Revive us again. Refresh us again. Pour out of your spirit upon this place. You're so wonderful. You're so marvelous. You're so holy. You are true. You are just. You're the ancient of days. You're the one who was and is and is to come. Your name is great and greatly to be praised. You're above my circumstance. You're above my situation. You are God all by yourself. You are God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, go a little bit further. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe if it's appropriate, find somebody you can maybe reach over or walk across the aisle and, and pray with. Hallelujah. Chains can be broken now. Bodies healed now. <coughs> hey, refreshing. Renewal of your commitment and service. A renewed passion for souls and for ministry. It is the anointing that breaks the yoke. Oh, Jesus. Refresh. 
restore revive oh oh how great is our God yes we love you Jesus Aren't you grateful for the presence of God? Amen. There's no place I'd rather be. Amen. Amen. Why don't you find one or two people that you can tell that to? Say, there's no place I'd rather be. And I'm glad that you're here with me. Once you've done that, get your Bibles and let's go. <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> Everybody say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'd be remiss if I did not say, first and foremost, um, that I'm so grateful for the body of Christ. This is the greatest institution on earth, the greatest group of people on earth, and I'm glad to be a part of the greatest individual church in, I don't know, North America, um, <laughs> west of the Mississippi, I don't know, whatever. Just as far as I'm concerned, y'all are here. This is the best place to be. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. And thank you, Pastor, um, for the opportunity um, to speak to this great congregation. Um, I, I'm going to read two portions of scripture. <clears throat> First one is found in Hebrews chapter 2, and then we're going to jump to John chapter 3. Both very familiar passages. Um, I'm just going to focus here on, on a few thoughts. Um, I'm probably going to reference, I, there's a lot that we'll cover tonight in today's Bible study. Um, but um, uh, I'll probably just reference some of those things just to keep us going a little. But there's a lot of scripture. If you want the verses, I'll give them to you, okay? Um, but Hebrews chapter 2, <clears throat> verse 14. If you're there, say, I'm there. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood... He also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Let's move to John chapter 3. <clears throat> This is a larger discussion that Jesus is having with Nicodemus. And after telling him of the necessity of being born of water and of spirit, and of who he was as the Christos, he says, and in verse 14, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. 
For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. For a few moments, really focusing on verse 14, I'd like to speak to you on this subject. Look unto Jesus. Look unto Jesus. Will you pray with me one more time? Father, you spoke and you healed their diseases. You spoke and worlds were created. You spoke, hallelujah, and crooked paths were made straight. You spoke and the babe leapt. Uh, you spoke, hallelujah, and all things were. There's nothing in your creation that you did not speak into existence. So now, Lord Jesus, speak again. Speak to us and give us ears to hear. Give us ears to hear until the very marrow of our bone respond. For it's in you that we live, move, and have our being. We are acknowledging now your presence in this place that you said that were two or three gather in your name, there you are amongst us. So Lord, move in your own miraculous way. Give us ears to hear and to speak. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. amen. The quality, you may be seated, the quality and the power, indeed the impact of your life is directly proportionate to your knowledge of Jesus. Thank you, Brother Jared. <laughs> Pursuing an education, starting a business, working towards promotion at work may improve certain aspects of your life, but only knowing Jesus can save your soul. I can give a student like Tabor I can give you a job, right? And, 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 and his connections can open certain doors, right? The network that he builds can open certain opportunities, but it is only the knowledge of Jesus that can open the door to eternal life. Your money, your savings, your investments, they certainly form a defense, the scripture says, on this earth. But in Jesus, we store up eternal treasures where moth and rust doth corrupt. Do not corrupt. <laughs> so where is our primary focus? I hope today that it is on Jesus. Look unto Jesus. Because the quality... The power, the impact of your life grows in direct proportion to your knowledge of him. Aren't you glad to know Jesus? Fix your eyes on Jesus. The scripture says, looking unto Jesus, help me out, the author and the finisher of our faith. Remember that the scripture also says that he who has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Christ. So fix your eyes on Jesus because he knows where he's taking you. Jesus said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected and whew, fix your eyes on Jesus. 
because his thoughts towards you are wonderful. To read the scripture without recognizing that every single verse is about Jesus is to read the scripture with a veil, Paul said. He said that as soon as you recognize that it's all about Jesus, then that veil comes off of your eyes and you can see clearly. Before all things were, Jesus is. That's enough of a sermon, I tell you what. Before anything was... Jesus is. And when all is said and done, Jesus is. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's constant through time, never changing, holding the preeminence and sovereignty over everything. And so it's written, Colossians uh, 1, 16 and 17, for by him, who? By Jesus were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things, somebody say all things, were created by him and for him. All things. Even me, Brother Jared, created by Jesus, created for Jesus, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Paul would go on to say that anyone who says that Jesus is less than all has been spoiled by vain philosophy and the rudiments of this world. In other words, he said that you've been captured by the traditions of man and not after Christ. He finishes that verse by saying, for in him, in Jesus, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Are you with me? Come on, apostolic folks. You told me when I first got saved that Jesus was enough. You told me that demons tremble at the mention of the name of Jesus. Hey, you still believe that? Hallelujah. That the greatest message that has ever preached is, Hear, O Israel, the name of the Lord our God is one. Hey, it's a great revelation. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. We serve one, and he's the Lord. Amen. That verse, that verse in, in, in Colossians, it's uh, other scriptures. So, so in the King James, it says, in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. The New International Version says, for in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. New Living Translation says, for in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. English Standard Version, for in him, the whole 